Hello and welcome back to Enter the Asylum, a podcast where two brothers discover the lost secrets of the Asylum, Inc. www.asylum.cc uh, I'm your archaeologist friend, Benjamin. I'm your adventuring brother, John. Hey, does Asylum actually have like a Inc. or a incorporated kind of like closing or is it just the Asylum? I don't know. I've never looked into it. This is information worth discussing. This yes, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do our re- we'll do our research and we'll we'll figure it riveting this out. riveting opening of this podcast. But so today we watched uh, Alan Fuckface and the Temple of Dipshits. <laughs> Alan Quartermain and the Temple of Skulls. Now going into this, we saw that title obviously, Alan Quartermain and the Temple of Skulls, and we sort of thought, ah, this is a Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull ripoff, and it is to some no, extent. No, no, it's not. No, yeah, it's I know not. it's it's King Solomon's Mines, the famous so here's Alan the thing. novel that you so, know came out in like eighteen something something. Eighteen. I'm, I'm looking at it now. King Solomon's Mines, eighteen eighty five. Um, one of the like early adventure novels, one of the first in the sort of like lost world genre that sort of like led into much, 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 much later on led into like Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, there was like several iterations, like eras removed, but um, still part of the same genre. And there are a bunch of Alan Quartermain movies, especially from the 80s. Um, but this. The Asylum production. Now you look at that title, Alan Quartermain and the Temple of Skulls, released the same year as Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So, Crystal Skull knockoff, right? No. Because it's I... a knock it's a knockoff in name only. The Temple of Skulls is not in this movie. There's no Temple of Skulls in this movie. The phrase the Temple of Skulls is not uttered by anyone in this movie. The the words Temple of Skulls are not said or appear anywhere in this movie. There is no Temple of Skulls. There isn't even a temple. <laughs> it is more like a big cave. It's just a generic Indiana Jones. It's a tomb is what they're going after. Um, it's just a generic Indiana Jones ripoff has nothing to do with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull whatsoever. Mm. And it is one of the laziest films it's fucking I've, weird, huh? it's I've super ever weird. watched. And that is saying something for okay. this podcast, but this so, is so fucking lazy. This film was filmed on site in South Africa too, which is yeah. surprising. Wasn't there another Because this film feels like it was filmed on a fucking theme park nature reserve. I was gonna in, say like, Kansas or whatever. I was gonna say they they use so much of that that little train, that little that little uh, steam locomotive train. That's only like the three stup- cars yeah, long. Yeah, the stupid the stupid children's train. This little children's train that's just a steam locomotive, one ca- uh, passenger cab, and a caboose. It's just three cars long, and it goes 
two miles an hour. There's a it's chase so scene that happens on that tra- I was laughing so hard at this because that train is going three miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not saying that for comedic effect. It is no, literally going. It is an hour. literally going less than five miles an hour. At best as well. And they build a chase scene around that train and it's it's one of the most incompetently shot things i have ever watched it is so awful um yeah fuck this film is weird it's they spent a lot of money to get to south africa but they clearly didn't have enough money for anything else wasn't there a um wasn't there another film we watched another silent film we watched that was filmed in south africa there was something else we watched uh, maybe <sighs> the King Kong one. This one actually say, had some similarities to the King Kong film, actually. Mm-hmm. I think and it might have been the King. Some things. I think it might have been the King Kong one. It might have also been that uh, Pirates of Treasure Island one. Yes. Uh, but I think the King Kong one is more likely. Um, but yeah, there was. I remember another Asylum film that was filmed in South Africa, and I was like, why? Maybe they give like really good text. Uh, breaks to like film productions or something but it's certainly um, possible but yeah this was a um but basically basically like understand this 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 film has nothing to do with crystal skull nope unfortunately yeah we had our our sort of guess hypothesis that this film had aliens in it it could allude to some sort of connection, right? You, to them you a script or something. You suggested uh, in that, hindsight, like... it doesn't actually make a ton of sense because the crystal skull is sort of like a stupid alien artifact thing, like the pyramids or whatever. So my theory actually probably wouldn't really work, even if that was the case. But still, but um, but there was still like some some possibility to that, which is like okay. And then it turned out this movie isn't even a ripoff of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It just has that name attached to it, which means they had this Indiana Jones knockoff just like sitting around. And then Kingdom <laughs> of the Crystal Skull came out, out and it was announced, and they were like, okay, just slap that title onto it and then put it out there. <laughs> like it, it's really it's it's somehow. It'd be lazy enough to do a ripoff of Kingdom of Crystal Skull, and like they didn't even have access to the script or anything, so they just like futzed around and did whatever. But this isn't even that. This is somehow even lazier than that. Hmm. Who? Uh, it's weird that they actually really went all the way to South Africa to film this whole film too. I'm thinking they must have filmed this at the same time they did that other whatever the other movie we watched that was in South Africa, maybe the King Kong one. I'm well, thinking you, they filmed these at the, the same time. You think they just had this? I don't think Asylum has backlog films though. I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. I'm betting they did one big trip to South Africa, filmed like four movies all at once, and then went great. We'll just hang on to these and we'll just like shit them out every couple of years. I really wouldn't put that past the Asylum. Hmm. This film, along line of other like sort of weird, okay, so Sam has this weird habit of picking out movies based off books, and then they try like they try really hard to pull weird, random, unrelated elements from the book into their film, but they never connect all of it together. Mm-hmm. Like Thirty Thousand Leagues in the Sea has that, where it's just like they have characters from the books, but they're sort of like weird, kind of like you know, cardboard versions of them, but they're st- they still put them in there for some reason. Well, it's because the thing, the, same that, problem. 
Well, it's because the same thing. The thing. The problem is the thing that they're actually um, mimicking is the modern cultural iteration, but they can't do a direct ripoff of the modern cultural iteration because they'll get sued for it. So they just go back and pick something from that genre uh, from book. Like another good example of this was Pirates of Treasure Island. What they really wanted to do was a Pirates of the Caribbean knockoff, but they can't do a Pirates of the Caribbean knockoff to, like in those deliberate terms without getting sued by Disney. So it's like, oh no, this is Treasure Island. And we'll call it Pirates of Treasure Island. Um... Yeah, this island does this a bunch. I think funny here on the, the the cover of the movie, it says, from the story that inspired Indiana Jones. Right, exactly. We're better than a fucking Indiana Jones. Also, I'm looking at that poster, too. I noticed there are planes. There are a the, bunch of, the post. of vague there, There's no planes in the movie. No, there's very there's much also a, not. There's also a lion under his arm there. He also has a whip. <laughs> he does not have a fucking whip. He does not have a whip in this film. It's true. He Alec Corbin does not have a whip. There's no lions. There's no planes, film. and that 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 temple structure does not appear in this movie. Anywho, we're, I guess we're all getting ahead of ourselves in this scenario. Which, if I get right into the film now, who I mean, who cares if we get? Who ahead even of cares? <laughs> we could we could tell these we could explain these movies out of order, and it would not matter. Nah, man. They, the 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 viewers have to see the whole picture, the full picture of the film. The full picture. We gotta explain all, everything the, in, in the poster <laughs> also has dropping detail. The poster also has the piss filter common to a side. Oh yeah, the films. tasty <laughs> tasty piss filter. The innovative piss filter. Alright, uh start us off. Yeah, so we start off in I once again it's a it's a I'm gonna butcher these obviously because I don't know. It's Limpopo province, South Africa, I'm gonna assume. You're just purely looking at the word. I don't think anyone's going to judge us okay, for it. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's Limpopo. We're I don't go think with. we have a, a large South African audience, so I think we can kind of just... I think we can do whatever with the pronunciations. We see a warthog uh, or wildebeest skull or something. It's some sort of animal skull of... like. Oh, yeah, they have like a know. cow skull. And yeah, I didn't think it's of something. That. It's just a cow it's necessarily skull. a cow, but... I it's, it sort a of, cow. it's sort of hog-like. Uh, it's it not important. Matter. It's really not it's a important. Decor- it's a decorative element. We see some dudes on horses, and they're wearing some very fucking dorky hats. They got like a it's... like a bowler hat. They're like like a think stereotypical, you know, uh, <laughs> Wild West frontier. Um, man. it's it's too. Um, no, they they do not look. They 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 they're too shabby like middle aged white guys who do not look like rugged cowboys. Um, I'm thinking also, like townsfolk, not cowboys. One of them looks like Wilford Brimley, like he looks a lot like Wilford Brimley. Um, I don't think it is Wilford Brimley, but it looks a lot like him. Um, but it's these two just kind of like middle-aged white guys on horseback, and they're out, um, and just out in on the plains of of South Africa somewhere. Uh, they're on a treasure hunt. Whilst, well, it's kind of confusing. Like, they're on a treasure hunt, but they only have half a map, <laughs> or no map. I guess. No, no, they no, they find though the skeleton they find is holding They find the map. a skeleton, but I don't know why they're out there in the first place. 
I don't know why either, because the Wilford Brimley guy takes out a pickaxe and is just kind of, like, knocking at, like, some, like... Sediment just, just on the li- floor, yeah. It's just, it's just like, a little tiny, rock, like, 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 cliff face. Not, like, cliff is too much of exaggeration. It's only about maybe, like, eight feet high. But, um... Um, then the other guy's like kind of like wandering off a little bit and is like the Wilford Brimley looking guy comes towards him and is like and is like get get back over there. He's just like hacking his pickaxe on this like on the dirt of this rock wall. He spends all like, of ten seconds doing that by saying, There's nothing here. It's like what are, you, yeah. what are you even looking for? That would take ten seconds to find. If they're looking for gold, this is not the way you look for gold. <laughs> But yeah, so he he, find, he spots a skeleton that's been speared by a, by a it's spear. A, a a a perfectly decomposed skeleton. You can see like the plastic chips like flaking off it, hmm. and it's holding the map. And it's bo- It's not even a decomposed human being. It's just it's just a skeleton, and it's whole. It's got spear sticking out of it. And it's holding it's holding a little rolled up bit of parchment. He opens the parchment and it's the map to King Solomon's mine. And this causes the his like his pal is like the guy who's picking the dirt earlier to like immediately proceed to try and betray him for the map. Mm-hmm. He's like pointing a gun at him. You're gonna sell me that map. You're gonna sell me that map. You're gonna um, sell me that map. Um, yeah. <laughs> he he, ri- he rips it in half. Well, yeah, he's like, okay, we're gonna split it fifty-fifty. I get, but I'm not sure that's how that works. But that, yeah, that because you then just shoot makes the guy it, instead. Bec- maybe. Well, well, also that makes the map be completely useless to either of them. Like kind basically, of, yeah. he did, he did the like cut the baby in half, like, <laughs> like, like thing, but for the map, it's yes. like, oh, okay, well, I'll just cut it in half, and then you can both have half of it. It's like that renders it useless. Well, so after they do that, he, the, the bowler hat man uh, then proceeds to betray him instead, mm-hmm. which I think is great, a double betrayal. Mm. So he then proceeds, after taking the map, he proceeds to flee on horseback. And then we have a really great CGI shot where he jumps across a cliff, but it's pretty fucking obvious. They just took a mountain and they literally CGI'd a, like, a uh, cliff. Uh, what, what's a ridge, I guess? I guess into the mountain, like a ravine into the mountain. They CGI edited a ravine into the mountain because I guess they couldn't find any sort of like <laughs> hill that had any sort of like cracks or anything in the middle. Uh, it's pretty. Oh, great. that is. Oh, that was the best. That was the best because yeah, they're they're chasing each other on horses, and then the one guy jumps, and they do CGI horse leap over the ravine, which is also CGI. Yeah, where where you see the horse, like. It's, oh god! I wish we we could show this visually because it's so goofy. It looks like reindeer prancing. It's like the horse jumps and its front legs stick out forwardly while it's jumping. It's like the little CGI legs go wee. So I think the horse like doubles its weight. Which is not how horses. Which is not how horses jump. It looks so. It looks so <laughs> awful, and it's it's really hilarious. They they had to CGI a horse jumping over a ravine. Oh, All right, so Jim, good. we're gonna we're gonna put you on this horse jump thing. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! I don't even know what a horse looks like, let alone how it jumps. Shit. Oh, God, it's how so do a horse good. jump? Fuck. Uh, it's so good. 
It's so good. It's it cracked me up so much. It really looks like like you know like like cartoons of like reindeer like you know waving their legs back and forth. It's like that, but it's a horse jumping. Wee. So after jumping this ravine, uh, suddenly a bunch of sort of like natives of the land attack them, and they're killed instantly. Yeah, a bunch of and like, that's the zoo- scene. A, a, a bunch of Zulus show up, basically. Uh, they're not supposed to be, but they're dressed up like Zulus. I, th- I, I mean, in South Africa, I think they are supposed to be Zulus. You think? Because like, in the Randall so. novel, they're not. I don't think we're following the original they're novel. They're not. I know, but at the same time, I don't know. We're, we're following the, the cultural stereotypes of an African tribe, and the Zulus are the most, like, archetypical yeah. in, like, in our, in, like, uh, Western consciousness. Like, it's the, it's the, like, shield designs and the spears and the, like, the, the uh, face marking, like, all that stuff that, like, we sort of like think of when we think of african tribes people it's really just zulus so Mm. i think it's yeah it it's it's basically zulus like even if they don't want to say that it is it's pretty much yeah it pretty much is um Yo, this movie might be racist, but we'll get into that maybe a little bit um the book is i guess in itself uh, so I guess they're 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 being really faithful. Except the book, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except the book is from the 1880s when everything was racist. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, like Indiana Jones gets like knocks for being like kind of racist sometimes. Indiana Jones has fucking nothing on this, but we'll mm. get to that. Yeah, so some time later after this happens, it's an oh, yeah. unknown so amount of, them, of time later. One of them, we see one of them get speared, one of these two old guys gets speared, so he's presumably dead, and then the other one, he's just looking out and seeing the line of Zulus on the ridge, and um, and then it's just, end, end of scene. End That's of scene, it. don't worry about it, he's fine, uh, I guess. We just We just tore up the treasure map so that, you know... For the purpose, not not, not for the narrative any, purpose of having for two the narrative separate purpose maps. of having two separate maps, which I don't think is even in the novel. Who can like say? I looked this up. I think he just has the map. It makes sense having two map halves is kind of stupid. It 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 amounts it it amounts to nothing. It doesn't add Fairly anything. Really important. It's really not. It's like it's just purely for exposition and for the first twenty minutes of this film, pretty much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It starts becoming a problem after that. Yep. Also, that map isn't like particularly complex. It's pretty much a straight line. <laughs> it's, so I'm it's not also, sure why they really need a map in the first place. The map is a faithful recreation of what shows up in the book. Um, I don't know why they bothered with that, but like, if you if you were to say like, look at like the Wikipedia article for King Solomon's Mines, there is a depiction of the map, and it basically. It, it it just is what's in the movie. I'm I'm sure they just copied it right out of the book. Sure, on some very crinkly paper, but they then like sort of like they they poured some lemon juice on it and then baked it. Yeah, yeah. It's that it's that movie parchment. The yeah. the movie you know the set prop parchment. So sometime later, we see Alan Quartermain living in South Africa, uh, in what appears to be. It pretty much he looks like he lives inside of a welcome center. He oh my god yeah it, the, there's well okay let me ask you a question. What time period does this movie? What take time place? period is in this film, John? I don't know, John. What time <laughs> period is this film in? Because who like, can say? 
like okay, there's a steam locomotive, which makes me think like. 1890s, 1900s, like a really, really, really old-fashioned... You would think think this would take place when the book existed, but that's not the case. Because there's a later on, there's a car in this movie. Also a reference to the Nazi party. Right, right. There's, well, no, not the Nazi party. No, the Nazi party he he references. Yeah. No, 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 the National Party of South Africa. What he says is... The South African government is not the Nazi party, is what the villain says. Oh, I miss. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. I missed this. So, like, you know. Which is funny, because they're clearly using the... Oh, fuck it. I'm going to table this, because I have a lot to say about this. Um, But I I did not catch that line about the Nazi party. Well, because the uh, the dialogue is... The audio (laughs) mixing is really bad. You can't hear it. You cannot hear it. You cannot hear it. Once again, we'll get, I made the we'll get to the villain too um, later. Once again, I made the mistake of uh, not uh, turning on subtitles uh, for this movie. Um, I've been doing so it like religiously the, now, every single time. A lot of the dialogue I just don't catch. Um, so I missed the Nazi line. But okay, so that's another piece of evidence then. So uh, apparently, this would be like the 30s or the 40s then. Let's say late 30s. Well, I guess that. Are you sure? He, well, and then there's I also feel a, like there's also a car that looks like something out of like World War II era, like a. Like I feel a like big, 1950 like a, would make the most sense then. Could be 1950s. That's possible. So, so maybe post Nazis. But then, why is there a steam locomotive? I would not know the answer to that, John. <laughs> I'm not sure we should question it either. The, uh, what, 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 you see I, power point... plugs in one scene in this film, but that's more like oh, a, an error. I didn't see that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah to, on, your, um... to your comment about how his house looks like a welcome center, yes, it has that like modern park architecture look to it, where like it's like it's meant to look rustic, but it's just a little too clean. It's a little too refined. The materials like a little too yeah. you know glo- glossy. You know, it's not. Yeah. And what's really funny on his house, too, is that you know those, like, um, when you go to any sort of, sort of uh, park and you go sort of, like, any sort of, um, I don't know how you even describe those, you know, the, the little the little roof areas that are covered and there's some, like, park benches underneath a roof. Mm-hmm. What are those called? Mm-hmm. What are those called? An awning? What do you, what do you mean? Like a, a shelter? A picnic shelter? Uh, yeah, a picnic about? shelter. That is exactly the word I'm thinking of. Well, when he, go, house, when he goes... Well, on his house, so, you know those, like, those four plug prong that's like, often mm-hmm. attached to those, like, the picnic yeah, yeah. shelters? That yeah. is, like, on his... There's multiple parts of his house that has those attached onto it. I totally missed that. It feels like a welcome center. <laughs> This is super um, unimportant. What I'm going on about? No, no, no. But it's 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 good to establish the setting when he goes to that bar, which is like the next scene after this. Basically, what it reminded me of was like the African area of a zoo. Yes, one hundred percent. We'll get to that real quick. But first, yeah, I do yeah. want to address some things. So, Alan yeah, Corman yeah. gets a letter uh, from from London, or I guess specifically Oxford, where his son he's going to Dragon School. Dragon School. <laughs> it's a which long is a real place letter. I looked up. Um, okay, okay. It's still it is up. a it is a like 
it's like it's, a, just a, it's awkward it's, it's a school but for little kids ages like okay. four to 13 or whatever it's a, it's it's just a letter asking for money basically like yeah, like ellen quartermain it basically the 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 driving force of this movie is ellen quartermain needs to pay for his son's tuition mm-hmm. that of is ten thousand pounds $10,000, which is a fuckload of money in whatever time period this is, I would assume. I count? I I guess. <laughs> $10,000 makes sense to me now. It's like, oh yeah, expensive school. Tuition be like $10,000. This is an Oxford school, though. Sure. So. Oxford, yeah, sure. Like, it'd probably be even more than that. But this is some point in the past <laughs> where I assume huh. $10,000 is I really is do like how they just call money. it Dragon School, though. They wouldn't say Oxford. They say, well, the problem is the letter is so long. Like, like they show the entire letter on on screen, but they only show it for like about like three seconds. So I started reading it, and I got like one sentence in out of like a three paragraph letter before Mm. like it cut away, and I was like, oh, okay. I cut. I cut them. Well, his son is in the top five percent of the school, which is very impressive for uh, kids. Like, he knows his I alphabet mean, and he knows how to count to ten. He's, top he's basically five in class. In, yeah, he's basically in like British kindergarten, for, I- elite kindergarten, basically. Oh, Christ! I did catch so, the dragon school, and I caught the yeah. like part about ten thousand dollars. Dragon school, dragon school. It's time <laughs> for dragon school. Come along, take my hand. Let's all go to dragon school. Oh God. Um, so yeah, he, he he then reveals that he has won the pieces of the map to King Solomon's mines. Um, his plan, Which, I guess, so, is just to sell the map for ten thousand pounds. So the um, oh, that's right. I kept saying ten thousand dollars. You're right. It's ten thousand pounds. Um, I, okay, he has a piece of the map. I, is it ever explained who, who the two old guys at the beginning of the movie, what their relation is to to Alan Quartermain and the other? No, I don't think never mentioned. I'm pretty sure they're never mentioned again. Like, are they just distant family members who like who like whose bodies were recovered with the map or something? Like, what is the what does the first part of this movie have to do with the rest of this movie? Is what I think I'm it's asking. just a stupid setup scene. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay, it would it would make just as much sense to not have that and just to say, yeah, Corbin just has this this half of a treasure map. Don't ask. Literally does and not I, matter. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Honestly, that's what happens in the book. It's just like, yeah, just you know, he has a map. Who cares where he yeah. got the map from? That's not like the story, you know. Yeah, who that's cares? That's not the journey. Yeah, yeah, it's not the journey. He just he just has a map. Where do you get it? Eh, who cares? Which honestly, it's fine. Yeah, I'm like yeah, I don't really need that explained to me. I don't give a shit. So mm. just get. So get then to we the get some. Hunting. Yeah, so then we get some late credits. Oh yeah. Pretty late into this film, I was kind of surprised they put the credits here and not like, like after five minutes, five minutes into the movie. They're still yeah uh, opening credits. <laughs> yeah, we get some cool credits of like a river or whatever, and there's like a train too. It's pretty riveting Stock stuff. Footage. So Alan arrives at a. Uh, the the African section of a zoo. <laughs> the African zoo, an African hut. You would see this in a music park. 
Um, it's got little like picnic tables outside. I mean, no, seriously, it looks like if you've ever been to like the the safari park in San Diego, it looks like that. It just looks like that. Exactly. It feels like they went to a nature reserve and they filmed the whole movie there. It really feels yeah. like it. And this nature reserve has a little toy train that like that goes, goes around, around the park. Yeah, it all makes yeah. it all makes sense. Yeah. So uh, there's a man and woman that are watching from a distance. They're sort of talking about him and sort of his like, you know, his exploits um, and, and such. And they're sort of they're sort of depicted as like wealthy Englishmen, basically. Mm-hmm. Like the the lady is wearing like a white dress and she has one of those big hats. Um, those big those those big hats they had. The man with this wearing like a weird place. conductor hat thing too, which is a little strange. He's yeah, he's just like a he's just a little snob basically. He he Their outfits I do, think... do look like they came from the Banana Republic um <laughs> store. Not not a Banana Republic. No, just of the, the Banana time Republic period, store. But the Banana Republic store of modern era. Yes. Yeah, honestly their um their period clothing is not that impressive, shall we say? It's no. it's very generic. It's it's exceedingly generic. All right. Uh, so then Alan goes to sort of like look out across like sort of a, um, a patio thing. And so the man walks up to Alan. We learn his name is Henry. Uh, and then for so, like some server comes up and hands him a beer. I don't understand where the beer came from. This is a bar again. Apparently this fact does look like an African hut. So I don't know where anything is stored. <laughs> he never came to he never asked for a beer. He just he, he the man just offered him a beer. He just he just he just comes up he just he just knew. He just knew. He <laughs> just just knew. knew and gave him this beer from nowhere. I just just look at your face and I just know you're you're a beer man. You're a beer man. And I, I bet you'll want like, you know, our cheapest, most generic beer. What the fuck Unnamed is like beer. See, this is where I, I wish I knew the a brand of South African beer, and I don't. Like, if this was set in Australia, I could be like, oh, and he offered him a can of Foster's, uh, but it's South Africa. Well, don't worry, like... John, because the beer bottle's unlabeled, so it's just... <laughs> no, but I just want to, like, it looks <laughs> it looks like a, like a bottle of Budweiser. I know it's not, but, like, that's kind of, like, it, it just kind of, it, it has that, like, kind of reddish label on it, which is what it makes me think of. But I'm just like, what is the most generic South African beer? And I don't know. Well, see, David Michael only drinks Bud Light, so he brought a bunch from America, I can only say. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you, you foreigners to real beer. Do you think David Michael look... came along with them? I'm going to look up uh, some um, uh, brands of South African beer. Oh, Castle. Okay. Oh, Castle has a label that looks a lot like what we saw in this this movie. Okay. okay sure. I'm just going to say it's a Castle lager. He gave he gave him a bottle of Castle. Uh, 30 Minutes of the Podcast. We did forget to mention this This director was Mark Atkins. And uh, uh, David Michael he's, Lett he's... wrote it. Okay. Atkins, Mark guy, Atkins, Atkins, uh, Mark Atkins made... Uh, he did, I believe, Thirty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea and Evil Eyes. Okay. Oh, he also did. Oh, he did a lot of things. He did Freak Show. Oh god. As director, he did Evil Eyes and Halloween Night. Okay. So those are some really strong films he did for sure. God, I remember Halloween Night, but Freak Show. You don't man, remember I, Halloween Night? Was... <laughs> no, I said I do. I do. Okay. I was like, I, I remember it. Uh, but Freak <laughs> How Show. Did you forget is, Halloween yeah. Night. 
Freak Show is still the most vile movie the we've ever watched. Um, this one's just like the most upsetting. One the, this one's just one of the laziest. Freak Show is really regrettable coming in because we immediately we watched the Todd Browning's version first, <laughs> which is a very good film. Very you interesting. You guys should have done it my way, where I watched the good one second. Well, see, we did the first one because we weren't sure. We kind of wanted to get references or whatever and be easier to do that. If we watched the good version first and then the, the the bad and signed version, this was a big mistake because... See, yeah, I, see, I watched the good version second, and so I was able to retroactively figure out the references. Yes. It was a mistake and because felt, that film was like... Myself. Well, yeah, the film the film was such a shit... Like, you're just shitting all over Todd Browning's freaks in the worst way possible. But this is not the film we're talking about right now. So No, no. We're talking about Alex This Quarter film was only markedly worse than uh, The Crystal Skull, so it has that going for it. Yeah. It's only slightly less good. No, there's there's there are there are a couple of like funny there there are there are some decent scenes in, in Kino Crystal Skull. Overall I'd say it's a bad movie, but like it's a competent movie. It's, it, you know? it had money. There was money spent on the film. There was money and there are like action scenes and set pieces and like yeah, this um, this movie's nothing. This movie's nothing. So back to the storyline. Uh, right. The man is trying to convince Alan to go find his friend, whose name is Neville. I don't know relationship. Brother? Neville uh, Longbottom. <laughs> it's Neville Longbottom. Yeah. He's yeah. gone out here from Dragon School, of course. Um, uh-huh. I don't know who Neville is to these people. Was he like a, is he a, is he a, a brother? I don't know. I don't think they ever really explain the relationship between them. But Neville is a guy who's I, I, I for just King sort Solomon's of like, treasure but disappeared. I, I just sort of like read it as like he's a family member. But you're right. I, I don't have anything specific to point to. But I'm just like something about their relationship. I just sort of like something about the way they act, talk about him. I was just like, oh, he's their brother. Okay. Mm. Like, that's just how I read it. I could be wrong, because I think you're right. They never specifically say it, but that's just sort of the vibe I got. Sure, sure. So Alan's not interested, but and then some sort of random-looking asshole guy sort of walks into screen, and this annoys Alan so much, it makes him leave the bar. <laughs> and then they leave the bar, and they immediately walk into a shantytown sort of, like, location. I don't Wait, understand what? where this... This bar is because it's clearly in like an open plains area. But when they leave the bar, they're in sort of like a weird sort of like, you know, shantytown kind of location. Yeah. Not very big, though. No. Well, I mean, we see like a a street. So, yeah, like it's like it's it's like a shanty village. It's very small and it's not very crowded, but yeah, pretty small. Um, but yeah, like the bar, the outside of the bar looks kind of like nice. Like again, it, it's sort of in that like park style or like a zoo. And then you go and it's like, now it's supposed to look like, like, like a, like a rough town. But this is where you meet the villain, right? Yes. This, so Alan wants to sell the map to this villain. Um, and I'm going to, the villain, I'm just going to call him the scenery eater. Uh, yeah, he, um, I'll call him Yellow Teeth. How about Yellow him? Yellow Teeth Scenery Eater. Yellow Teeth. He's, My um, name's Yellow Teeth Scenery he, Eater. He has the most British teeth. Yes, uh, uh, of... he speaks, he speaks, uh, pretty uh-huh. much by, 
Well, yeah, he he always shows his front teeth. So he's like, eh, I'm gonna tell you, you gotta know. <laughs> but, gonna, but, yeah. but 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 more but more British, but more British. Yes. Uh, so it's a uh, listen here, boy. <laughs> that was very good. Oh. He sounds like this is a this We're is a poll. We're looking for the truth. <laughs> right, this is a poll right now. This is a huge poll, but he sounds like. Do you remember the food fight? There's like, <laughs> there is the, in the food fight movie, the really bad like. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know food fight. There's the, the one with uh, there's the Charlie one scene Sheen. Where the, the man who's walking through like. The oh, store! It sounds like him, like the dude in the You're same right. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 villain who is the um, I, I is I, I. Does it turn out that like he's like a he's wearing some a like stupid he's a robot. Yeah. He's wearing like yeah, it's like it's like a person wearing a person suit or like he's some kind of like yeah like robot or something. Um, but um, but yeah, basically this guy, this this actor is like he he basically, um, every he he. He really wants to show off those yellow Fucking teeth. Fucking chews and up so the scenery every time he enters the screen. He's 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 not chewing it up. He's more just kind of thrusting his teeth out and then yeah, like <laughs> taking as much of a look chunk at him after he comes he's, in. It's literally he, impossible to ignore him. He's like taking a chunk out of the scenery and like and then devouring it in his mouth. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, Mr. Quartermain. <laughs> you literally you cannot understand what he's saying, but you you cannot stop paying attention to what he's trying to say yeah he's this like withered uh like like he has very like sunken features this very like withered weathered uh both uh um uh like you know looking face um that like has these like like really yellow teeth that he like is very conspicuously thrusting forward to give like the effect of an overbite and he doesn't need to do that because there are moments where he talks like kind of normally, normally where his teeth yeah. are like together but like and then there are the moments where he's like thrusting forward oh Master Carmine um um it's kind of like if you really if you if you did the script if you did, if you did, sort of the like, kind of the the raunchiest sounding lines of like Austin Powers, like oh, oh baby. If you did that, but then like <laughs> the guy was like, voice. but but if he was like thirty years older and like, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so all of our. My mojo. I can't do the voice, unfortunately, <laughs> but my mouth literally just refuses to show my like upper teeth. Oh god. Uh well I, I can do it because I, I actually have a bit of an overbite, so so I, I can pull it off. <laughs> um but this um but this guy has um uh, this guy has some sort of relation to the National Party of South Africa. I think he says that at some point. He has some vague relationship that he has, apparently has a ton of control too. And he's doing some kind of business, like, like everyone he's in this bar with, um, or this hideout, or so whatever it is. Um, everyone he's with is um, he's doing some kind of business with. They're sort of like vaguely like henchmen, basically. Um, he. Um, yeah. He's basically 
I I just noticed I have I have a spittle all all over my laptop from my from my impression. <laughs> That's very good. Oh. Okay. Um. What What the fuck happens in this scene? He like right, tries okay, to yeah, sell he's, him. The he's map. trying to. He's he's willing to offer Alan ten thousand pounds for the map, but the deal goes south when he when Alan reveals he has half the map. Also, ten thousand pounds is a fuckload of money. It's a lot of money. Yes. Ten thousand pounds is a lot of money now. Ten thousand pounds back when this takes place is a fuck ton of money. But at the same time, it's worth like maybe one one billion pounds because of all the money you might get from the treasure. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I want to um, do like, go ahead. Yeah. So he's trying to offer this deal. He gets angry. He's like, he's trying to kill Alan or something like that for some reason. Even though he, even though it's not like he's losing anything by saying no to the deal. But he's getting very angry at Alan. Suddenly, the woman from earlier, who was suddenly a hot babe to everybody, she walks in the I screen. Just... Everyone's completely entranced by her. Oh, she's um she's pretending she's doing the um the thing that um what's her name in Pirates of the Caribbean does where she's like oh it's so hot I feel I'm gonna faint. This um, works for some reason though. Everyone is completely uh, entranced. Well, it's it's the entranced. um forties question mark. Um, so um like yeah, you just just a woman sh- shows up, shows like you know an inch of skin, and everyone's like oh. Wah, wah, wah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just, I, I just, um, I just decided to uh, um, uh, do a little research here. Um, I went, I found an inflation calculator. Ten thousand pounds in 1950 is the equivalent of almost 350 thousand pounds today. Okay. Cool. That's how much money Alan Quartermain is asking for for half of a of a of a treasure map. It's a lot. Though That's guess, a lot. That's though, also how much money Oxford is asking him for, a like a year's worth of schooling for his his son. Which is also and like three intense, huh? and and a pound is worth even more than a dollar. So like we're talking like we're talking probably like five hundred thousand, maybe five hundred thousand dollars, maybe like um, which is which seems a bit much for uh Oxford kindergarten, um. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, I don't know if this is actually 1950, but, I mean, we can sort of just assume, like, yeah, thereabouts, you know. It's historic time, so. But yeah, so she's just so completely hot, and then for some reason this has a mind-controlling effect for every dude in the room. Oh. Um, Henry walks I'll... over to her. Uh, Whilst we find the... out her name is Lady Anna, by the way, in this scene, too. Lady Anna, right. Um, and she, like, sits down and gets herself a drink. Something else that happens is um, the music in this movie is fucking weird. It's the music loud. cues. It's very loud. <laughs> and it's and they're, they're trying to do, like a, like, a big, like, kind of, like, epic score kind of thing. But the cues are always so wrong. So, and... I mean, this is where I would normally say, like, oh, you, you should, like, drop an audio clip. But the problem is, is that it doesn't really do it justice because it would be without the context of the visual yeah. uh, visuals you're looking at. And it's really the visuals that you need to – you need to see them both to, like, understand the weird juxtaposition. Because she she stumbles into the bar 
and the music cues are this like big sort of like bum 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 like you know kind of like you know music and while she's sort of like panting and then like a few seconds later it goes to sort of the like wah 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 sort of like music cue so it 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 has a mind of its own. It sort of goes from, like, it, it can't figure out whether it's doing, like, epic adventure score or if it's doing, like, goofy comedy. Well, this is a very funny comedy scene. So Henry walks over to uh, Anna, and he's like, wait a minute, that map belonged to Neville. Uh, where do you think he got it? I thought he got that map from some other vague location that's not really wait, I mentioned. Thought... I thought he he has his own half of the map. I Who thought say? that because so this causes Anna to become so annoyed. She walks over to Alan and says, "Alan, you're a liar and a thief," and then pours the water on its head. And it's like which a was very so, funny joke. Which was so um um out of place. Uh, uh, uh no no no, it's not out awful, of place. Bad shit. It's it is bad. It is shit. It is awful. Um, and it's like a kind of a, a rip off of like something you'd see in an Indiana Jones movie, but it's also so limp because mm-hmm. she pours the cup of what the, the like it's like a mug, she pours it on his hat and it lands perfectly on his hat and not a drop gets on his face. No, it's quite impressive. Also, he doesn't take his hat off indoors, and that was kind of like that was like a, a big custom back then. Like you had to you he's, had to he's take too your hat cool off. for customs. Uh, um, but he, um, those hats are heavy. Like, you know, like normally like really happy to take those off, but, um, um, but he, oh, actually that reminds me of another thing. Um, he, um, but yeah, it like supports it and it, it like, it just lands on his hat. So like, it's meant to be, and the music is doing the sort of like, wah, wah, like, you know, it's supposed to be like, and everyone's like laughing hysterically. It's supposed to be this big embarrassing moment for Alan Quartermain, except that not a drop of water gets on his face. It's like the hat does a perfect job of, of, of saving him from the water. So it's like, this isn't really that embarrassing. Not really anything. It's not really anything. Um, also, I want, I'm going to forget it if I don't say it now, but, um, there are shots in this movie where he's wearing the hat and shots in this movie where he's not. And they're like, they kind of, they, they, it kind of goes back and forth over the course of the movie. But the shots where he's not wearing his hat, he has a completely different hairstyle. Did you notice this? Mm, yes. He has, he has bangs and he has like, kind of like short, but like kind of like spiky hair. That's like sort of just like, it's, it's a bit like it's a, a weird look, cut. huh? It's kind of a strange look. It's it's really strange. Like it's basically like a bowl cut, but like but not like perfectly like even. It's just like it's just sort of like coming down in these little thin strands. Also, there seems to be a lot of like it's very it's very wet. Like he's like a like gel in it or something. But like it's just kind of like draped around, and he's also got much more of a beard in these shots. Like he has like much more of a beard. And then in the next scene, the hat will be back on. His hair will be much shorter. It'll be back up totally under his hat and he'll have less of a beard. He'll be like much more clean shaped. It does really feel like those were two separate shots in different periods of time. I I'm thinking this is sort of a samurai cop situation where he brought him back in after he cut his hair and made him wear a wig to do reshoots. Sure. I'm feeling like this is <laughs> this is that. But it's but it's very 
it's very conspicuous. Like I kept he it kept going back and forth between like bangs, no bangs, beard, almost no beard, just just stubble, you know. <laughs> hey, also, this movie is an hour and thirty minutes long. By the way, I want to mm-hmm. mention that this it's a this is a very long film with like why though. This film felt like two and a half hours. <laughs> it really did. That's all. That's all because of the whole final half of this film, which I don't know how we're going to talk about. But we'll get through it. Uh, I mean, we could skip over some shit because I don't care. But is this where they get on the train? Well, no. But first, she proceeds to hit a te- yellow teeth scenery eater with the mug after pouring it on Alan's head. Oh, oh right, because a dumb bar fight scene to happen. Oh yeah. Uh, not, even, causes, not even a, not even a it's full not really. bar fight. Henry panics and pulls out a gun and threatens to shoot him. And then <laughs> he's like, you can't shoot me. And then Henry proceeds to shoot him. You can't shoot me. <laughs> says man who was shot. <laughs> We're going to do shoot me. Um, he, like, sure, I, guess, I guess Henry misses, though, because he's fine. Oh, oh, he! I, I think he did that as a warning shot. Sure. He did that. He, I, I remember the, I remember the moment you're talking about. He basically did it just sort of like it's like you don't have it, your boy, just shoot me, and then and then he like fires the gun like kind of just past him to be like like yeah, try me. Um, and so I think that's all that was. It doesn't work though because it makes him very mad, and he proceeds to chase them with a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Through the through the uh, the little garden uh, next to the next to the African themed restaurant in the zoo. Mm-hmm. So Henry, Anna, and Alan all run away. Um, Alan then wants to like leave everyone on a train. She's like, "I'm getting out of here later, losers. I don't care about you guys tra- or the stupid." Map. He gets on the train, which is the little steam locomotive with the caboose mm-hmm. and the passenger car. Anna's like, oh, "I'm gonna follow him." So she then goes over to buy a ticket and sort of hops on the same train. It's cool that the train just sat there and waited for her to buy Very a cool. ticket and everything. Uh, and then this, and then the train takes off, and 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 seriously, it goes three miles an hour <laughs> at its fastest. And he, um, he, he, and uh, so Alan and Lady Anna sort of have like a little bit of an argument in their little passenger cabin, and um, and he's like, like. I'm not listen I'm not hearing this. And so he like steps out and goes to the caboose. Well, not like, he doesn't you know, step out. Up. He literally walks out the train. So, this is the thing that confused me. Does this <laughs> the passenger train apparently doesn't have an aisle? What you have to do is step literally physically step outside and then like walk on a rail like along the outside of the car. Um and then you can go into the caboose, which makes me think like this is one of those little tourist trains that you're only supposed to be in for like an hour max. Like, yeah. There's no well, then again, I guess if you fall out of the train, it is only three miles an hour, so you can just sort of briskly walk up to it. And you can you get could back literally pace, so. walk, and you would keep pace with this train. That is not an exaggeration. I, I am, I am dead serious when I say this train is going less than five miles an hour. You, the audience member, might think I'm joking. You watch no, this it, movie. it really does go about three miles an hour. It really does. But I don't it think you really should recommend does. people to watch this movie either. <laughs> I'm saying if anyone wants to challenge me on this, if anyone thinks I'm lying, watch this movie. I don't know why I'm getting aggressive about this. Probably hey, because I have fuckers, to watch this Watch movie. the film if you don't believe John. <laughs> um, 
but yeah so so like so he get like so he leaves the little passenger cabin and just walks to the next car which is the caboose and then she just follows him because the train's only two cars uh-huh. that sure hit the plan um so they have sort of an argument he's still like unsure about doing this mole map thing mm-hmm. but suddenly yellow teeth scenery eater then blocks the train with his sort of jeep he has, he has this giant jeep that's like the size of the it's 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 as big as the steam locomotive that's pulling the train. Pretty and much. Granted, the steam locomotive is a very small steam locomotive. It's very cutesy. It's it's like something you'd see in a zoo, basically. Um, but it's I guarantee you, this is some kind of like safari park, and this train is like that's why the train goes three miles an hour because its whole point is it just goes through the safari and like you can like watch lions and zebras, you know. Um, but um, yeah, he just he just parks his car and his car is as big as the train. <laughs> it's like it's like a World War Two like like yeah. jeep. It's it's huge. It's really big. He then proceeds to shoot the engineers of the train for some reason. Just the one engineer. These two There's dudes, only one. actually, but whatever, John. I only saw one. Looks like you need to go to Dragon School, John, and learn how to count. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, I only, there's only one corpse in the locomotive when he walks up. There's, there's totally two dudes there, John. Are you sure? Sure. Who cares? Look. <laughs> We're 52 minutes of this podcast. Who cares? Let's, let's go to the next scene. All right. Uh, so Alan then panics. He then runs up to the engine car and tries to reverse the train, despite the fact that the train is going about two miles an hour now. Yeah, and and then and then and Senior then, Eater proceeds um, to rush to his back to his jeep to chase down the train to chase, and he's driving at three miles an hour, struggling to shoot them in their train that's also going three miles an hour. Their plan, their huge plan, is then to jump off the train, despite the fact that Whoa. again he is in a jeep, so. That wouldn't work. He could just then run you over. And he's totally fooled by this because he's, he's still like riding fooled. along the train, like looking at it, trying to find where they are and trying to shoot them. <laughs> They're it's going three fooled. miles an hour. He could literally run, stop, take his time, aim. Like there's no reason to get into the jeep. It is. It's really amazing. Like it, it's it's it, the asylum really thinks you're stupid. That you're going to watch this and be convinced that, like, wow, a big train chase is happening and not, like, they're going three miles an hour. So so after they escape by just jumping off the train, they then proceed to – so it's, like, getting late. So they proceed to walk. And I guess they, they implies they walk for the entire day. That's what they do for the rest of the movie. They just this walk is confusing the because the again that that train is was the made last only... time you see that jeep. That's the last time you see that train. That is the last time you see a motorized vehicle for the rest of this movie. Okay, that train was made only four minutes from the station. Yeah. Why are they walking for so long? Because <laughs> South Africa isn't that big. <laughs> sure. You no, can, but they literally just walk the train literally it. left the station. Why are they just wand walking in a random direction, side by side, turning around, and go back to the, the station, and getting in a oh, train point. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call, call the cops or something. So after walking Maybe... the entire night, Henry comes up on clearly a theme park train ride. It's like <laughs> it's pretty much two like benches on like some you know 
on rails. Oh fuck! I forgot this. Yeah, he's he, they're walking along the train tracks, and which would make them easy to find. But whatever. And then yeah, Henry shows up. It's it's um, and he has, and I guess it's electric or something. It and it makes this like it makes this like like whir sound, um, because it's just the car by itself, and it just has a couple benches, and. It, it it looks it looks like a roller coaster like a car from a roller coaster ride that was just stuck on train tracks. It's pretty. Uh, it's very much not time specific. It's huh? it's an amusement park ride. <laughs> it's pretty much an amusement park ride. He just shows up in a, an amusement park ride and is like, "Need a lift?" And I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. That is the last time you see a motorized vehicle in this movie. Because mm. I forgot about the amusement park ride. Yes, so they all hop on, uh, and then they they go back to the train station uh, at about maybe like one mile an hour. I think it's yeah. pretty fucking slow. I, he's he's not <laughs> going any faster than anyone else's. Frankly, they're faster if they walk. I think at that by that point. But I think the or I think the horses are the fastest means of transportation in this entire movie. <laughs> the trains don't jump a ravine. That's for sure. Yeah, and the horses actually go fast. So they arrive at a train station, and then Henry then reveals that he has the second map piece the entire time, mm-hmm. and is willing to offer. Well, is willing to offer the both map pieces as well as Alan's service. After some haggling for about forty thousand pounds, they're gonna like you're gonna help us get to these mines, Alan. So if ten thousand pounds is worth three hundred and fifty thousand pounds today, then like forty thousand like a million, it'd be like uh, a million dollars. Well over a million. It'd be like it'd be like shit. It'd be like like almost a million and a half. Like one point four million probably. It's a so lot about of two money. million two million dollars maybe thereabouts. <laughs> I don't understand i guess they're just wealthy rich people i guess uh, they're I guess. they're definitely presented that way Vague they're presented royalty. as like a, they're presented as a wealthy english like family basically they're like they're they're just they're just wealthy they're just fabulously wealthy so he he agrees to do this he takes them to his visitor center house uh he then forms his servant uh umboba i guess your name is Oh yeah, he he's he he has an African servant. Yes. So cool. Very cool. Um, uh, he informed yeah that he's gonna be gone for five weeks, and if he does not return, tell his son. And she wants to go with him for some reason. Well, that's not until a little bit later. Before that, Anna then proceeds. No, but to in immediately... in in the scene, in the scene, she says she wants to go with him. Yeah, sure. That's fair. That makes sense. <laughs> But um, why? Why? Uh, she'd just cares? be like, she'd just be like, okay, Mister Quartermain. Anna then enters his 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 bed and then says, like, boy, these uh, pills sure are girly, aren't they? They're not very manly at all. Then Henry's like, oh well, that's actually because he lived with his wife and she died, and she's like, oh. Right. oh. Well, I'm gonna go read her diary now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And like, and Henry is like, Henry's always scandalized by the things she's doing. Like, Lady Anna, what are you doing? To be fair, completely insane. 
act to do. She is, she is awful. She is a horrible person. But then Henry is also an annoying twerp. So. <laughs> Perfect it, duo. It's Britain. Yeah, it's Britain's worst family, basically. Uh, so Umboba wants to tag along, but Alan is, just tells her that if he dies, she can go back to her homeland, which is kind of racist. <laughs> and then later, Henry asks her where she's really from. Very racist. And he keeps saying, like, I can't put people in your accent. Are you, are you Zulu? Are you, are you, and he names, no. like, five different, like, no. African tribes. No. 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 And then she just, like, says, like, I'm, I'm from many places. Yeah, geez. Don't, I mean, ugh. why did they write that in the script, like, does David Michael Latt do that? Does he go around and says like, "So where are you like really from, though?" It's it's to it's to so set where up. You, where are you where are you where are you where are you really from, though? You it's know? the setup. It's the setup where she winds up at the end of the movie. So when when we got to that point, I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that figures." Um, I'm from South that's, Africa. That's... Yeah, no, I I got you from South Africa, but where 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 are you like like really from, though? Like, where <laughs> are you actually from, though? You know, I'm just just curious. Uh... Um. <laughs> So yeah, suddenly, you're Chinese. Yeah, you're Chinese, but like, what part of China? Yeah, where are you it's actually? Like... You're Asian, but what, 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 where are you really from, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so suddenly, a henchman of a scenery eater, yellow teeth man, attacks, and then they get sort of a stupid little like gunfight. But it's good. Oh, like, it's like, real has... silly because Alan grabs a gun from his room, but Anna's in his bath. Oh. <laughs> For some reason, and 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 bullets are flying, windows are shattering, and she's like, "I'm in the bath. Me, don't look. I'm in the bath. Throw throw me something to cover up with." <laughs> no, you're gonna die. Uh, uh, no, just get out of the fucking bath and run for cover. I guess the bath's no, probably I, a safer no, location. No, I need something though, right? to cover up with. No, I no, throw me a robe. <laughs> Is the bath a safe place to be in a gunfight? Like it's a tornado, where it's like it's like can a bullet go through a bath tub? You pour, I you porcelain is probably like at this time period, judging by everything else in the house, porcelain is probably like the most durable material they have. Mm. So, I honestly, yeah, like stay in the bath, I guess, sh- yeah. Stay in the bath. It's it's probably just as safe <laughs> as anything else. The, the the great danger is um glass from the window falling on like you know getting shattered and falling on you. There's this sort but, of stupid um, scene where Alan then sort of kind of trips onto the bath and it's like their their faces are slammed towards each other. Oh, it's yeah. like no chemistry. Uh, <laughs> It's 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 the chemistry of yeah like a wet sponge and <laughs> you know a a, a a bristle pad basically. It, it's yeah it, it's ah oh, christ so they kill the dudes and then they're like all right we gotta leave for the treasure because you know these guys are gonna hunt us down if we don't act or whatever mm-hmm. and then gives some very very pointless exposition about the treasure some dumb bullshit about like oh well see king solomon's brother went down to south africa and blah you know, blah, the blah, blah 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 fucking who gives a shit, shit. Yeah, exactly. Point is treasure. Um, and they're walking the whole way. No horses, no motorized vehicles, nothing. What's well, fucking funny because every now and then they cut to the scenery eater and he's just sort of briskly walking in their general He's direction, just walking too. He's even just... though apparently he has henchmen. In energy. Just... He has henchmen. And as we find out, he has connections 
to uh, local tribes. Um, he has a he has a jeep. He he and he, he apparently he's a, he says he's affiliated with the National Party of South Africa. So he's supposed to have like he should have resources. But nope, he's to just pull a, upon. he's just briskly walking towards them with a rifle. I guess he's just gonna. <laughs> he's just he's, he's just gonna take his elephant gun and just go out and and, and find and, and them, track I guess. them down um, like like men like men do. <laughs> it's truly the most dangerous game. Ugh. So yeah, we learn a bit about him in the scene. We find out that he's a black market dealer who profits off the ivory trade. So he's bad. Shocker. Dude. He does look like the stereotypical like yeah like like ivory hunter. Uh, scenery eater somehow then catches up with them. Uh, well, I don't. Who cares? Because he's walking briskly and they're not. Um, <laughs> uh, they have a counter with him. He's like, no, you know, let's uh, no. let's not get to violence right away. No, let's not get to violence. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, let's not treat Troll each other just yet. Let's you know, let's work let's together. Let's, 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 let's split the treasure at the end, or whatever. I'll split the treasure. <laughs> um, <coughs> they're like, "Fuck no! How about we shoot you instead?" They don't do that, but they should. They outnumber him four to one, and they have gone, and they could just shoot him, him the second he pops in. Yeah, Salah's like, "No, we'll ra- we rather not help you out." Um, he also does something where, like, he he waves in the distance, and you see like the glint of like. I don't know something. This and is not so important. The, impli- <laughs> the implication is that he has he has hench people all over the place, and he yeah. can just call them in at a moment's notice. Um, this does not happen. Instead, he's like, "Well, I guess this you don't work with me. You'll be killed by these locusts." And he proceeds to walk away, and then he oh, leaves he, like, he, the set. Oh, that that is the funniest <laughs> thing because he's just he's just he he doesn't say he doesn't say anything. He's just like kind of like glancing past them, and it looks like he's doing the thing where someone is going like, "Oh, look behind you! No, look behind yeah, you! Glock, no, really, look behind die. you!" Like, and, and then he and then he proceeds you. to literally walk away. He just he just walks briskly away. And they turn around. And there's a bunch of around. there's a bunch of locusts attacking them. Like a, they're gonna swarm, swarm them. Lo- okay, to be fair, we don't actually see what kind of insect it is. I'm, I'm assuming I, they're locusts. I kind of assumed they were locusts too, but the thing is, it's not actually clear. They're like beetle um, things, I guess. The very it least. could be, it could be those murder hornets we're hearing about now. So certainly, I don't, um, I don't understand where did screen where did scenery ear go. He literally he just walked off the set. Here I am. <laughs> He's just gone. He leaves the scene. Yeah, he just leaves it, and yeah, not not affected whatsoever by the locust. And by the way, the the our, our heroes, the way they evade the locust is just to stand behind a large rock. Yes, it's brilliant. And that's that's it. That's all they have to do. And there's so many reaction shots of them glancing up at like the CGI, like you know, like bug swarm, like going overhead and go and and these like expressions of like ah 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 ah. ah, ah. Where the fuck did he go though? And there's no there's no insects crawling on them or anything. They're they're totally fine. They're totally safe. That's because there's a bunch reacting. of CGI bugs. Obviously, they they don't want to put yeah, that yeah. much effort into it. But they're reacting as if like they're being like attacked, and like it's it's just a like it it is the mildest thing. Is scenery ears powered? Basically, is this like magical like unique ability to basically walk offset? Yes, is that his power because he does this more than once in this film too. 
he, he part of the powers of being a scenery eater is that you get to devour the scene whenever you choose. <laughs> um, so you get to show up in the scene and devour it, and then when you're um, when you're sated, you merely walk off, <laughs> and he's safe. Mm-hmm. All right, so they rest for a bit underneath this rock. Um, and Alan then's like, "Oh no, my foot hurts." So then, like Alan proceeds to <laughs> not, take not off. Alan, not Alan. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Anna. Lady Anna. Anna's like, Anna. "Oh no, my foot hurts." Alan should be the one doing this though, but it's it's Anna. And and like they take off like her like sock and like and her it's, shoe. It's it, it's fine. It's completely fine. There's like some like pressure like lines on the foot. Basically, but that's basically normal. She... I think they say, like, she, like, twisted her ankle or something. So, I mean, like, I guess that wouldn't show anything. But, like, this is a movie. Visualization helps. So, it's like, you couldn't even... This feels like, like a borderline a... foot fetish scene, frankly. <laughs> um, but, like, nah, it doesn't go on long enough. No. Um, the shots of the bit. foot aren't, like... They're not lingering enough for it to be, like, a fetish. Um, but, um... But like it, it's a movie, you should at least have like a bruise. You or come like, on, also you know, Asylum. It's not like you can't afford to do a little bit of prop work. Something. Lo- something. Asylum loves doing that. They could have done it in this scene. Um, I mean, also we don't see the moment when she apparently like twisted her ankle or whatever it was. Like she's just like they they evade the insect swarm, they hide under the rock, and suddenly she's like, ah, oh, my foot. There's nothing. Ah, no, there's there's no like there's no cutaway shot like when they're running and she like stumbles on a rock or something. She doesn't fall down. Nothing. She is the most like hapless and helpless character. Like you know, she is like like God. I mean, you compare it to like any like female lead of an Indiana Jones film, and they're always like way more active. Even that horrible screechy lady in Temple of Doom is like tougher and more active than this woman. Hmm. It's really fucking annoying. Um. So then, um, um, Boba then proceeds to give her some grass and some leaves and some twigs, and oh. like take this medicine. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. And she, I'm pretty sure this was just an epic, like, Are you sure her prank. name was Boba? Um, Boba, I believe. Um, Boba, okay. U-M-B-O-B-A. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying that's how it's said. I don't know. Uh, uh, no, no, that, that that's fair, that's fair. I, I just m- missed the um part. I never caught her name, period. No, uh, <laughs> are you implying I don't know? I'm like, um, it's Bobo? Bo- um, Boba? Boba. Boba. Um, so Boba T over here, um... See, but no, what I loved about that is like she she holds up the little just like in her hand, just a little handful of like grass and like you know like and twigs and whatnot, and goes like, "Here, it's medicine. Take it." And she looks at it and just gives like a very sour expression, and she just goes like, "My foot is fine." And I just want to imagine this is like a really funny prank her and Alan do together, where they just like <laughs> they literally just pick up leaves and shit and say, "Look, it's medicine. Eat it." Um, well, I was, what I was going to say was she looked at that and, and uh, my, my, so I, I was watching this with my girlfriend and what we came up with was that you weren't at, cause she pointed out like, you know, you don't, you don't eat like you, you, you rub it on like really herbal medicine. medicine normally, no. no, no, no. For like, like herbal medicine for like kind of like physical injuries like that, you rub it on like the, yeah, the injured part of the body. Like you don't. 
You don't eat it. So what I'm thinking is she she held it up to her and said, take it. And Lady Anna misinterpreted to be <laughs> like, eating. eat it. And, and like, so she's been like, I'm, she should have said like, I'm not going to eat that. And then Mboba could have been like, I didn't say eat it. I said, take it. <laughs> Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. That would have been really funny. Hmm. Um, a little like, you know, cultural misunderstanding. But no, it's just it's just played as like, you're no, supposed to eat it. I guess it. you're supposed to and eat the grass like, and leaves and shit. And, and rather than eat grass, she is just like, you know what? I'm just going to walk on my injured foot. It, fuck, fuck your fuck yeah. your indigenous med. <laughs> fuck your indigenous medicine. I will just I will just destroy. Guess my I'll just die for white pride. Um. So then we get one of the, one of the, the dumbest scenes in this entire film. Guess where, I'll just die. Guess I'll just die. <laughs> guess I'll just die. I would have gangrene before I I indulge <laughs> in your primitive ways. Just cut off my foot. Just cut off my foot, why, why don't you? Well, I guess I might. Well, they'll just die. Um. So, so this is the dumbest scene in the entire film. Next, well, one of them. Oh. Uh, they encounter a rhino. Oh and, right. And this is clearly just they, some no, rhino no, shots no, no, from Benjamin, a nature Benjamin, documentary. No, 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 no. I was gonna say no, no, no. They don't encounter a rhino. They encounter stock footage of a rhino. <laughs> they run into some. They run into some rhino stock footage from a nature doc. Like, and it is now, the quick, rhino is the most calm. non threatening thing the rhino is totally calm and it's like because like it's it's not it's not filmed in such a way that no, like because they're fact, just they're the footage just... was probably filmed from like a mile away I'm sure it was because the footage of the rhino is not particularly close and it's clearly stock footage from like a nature documentary, but they're juxtaposing this with like reaction shots of that. Of them all, and so they're tr- perfectly still. They're trying to perceive, <laughs> right, right. Uh, they're, which actually, I think actually, I think that actually works on rhinos actually. Um, I think I've heard that somewhere. Um, like, I think that's where they got the idea for the T-Rex thing in Jurassic Park. I, I think that's supposed to work on rhinos. Um, I don't remember where I heard this, and it could be bullshit, but I think I, I think I've heard this somewhere. But anyway, they juxtapose this as if it's like, oh, the rhino's really close. It does not look close at all. <laughs> and the rhino is totally calm. It's just minding its own business, munching on some grass. It doesn't even make a sound. Like, it doesn't even, like, snort. It doesn't, like, stomp its foot. It does nothing. And then it just walks away. And they're all like, phew, that was close. That was close. <laughs> that stock footage almost ate us. More people, vastly more people get killed by hippos than rhinos. Like, yep. rhinos are, like, actually pretty docile creatures. Like, you have to, like, really be stupid to, like, get a rhino angry at you. You well, have to be John, doing something really stupid. I'm, not, I'm kind of insulted because my grandfather was killed by stock footage, so I don't think I'm <laughs> cool with this. Killed by stock footage, but not by a rhino. <laughs> Alright, so after after the stupid you remember, fucking You remember the scene. great stock footage? You remember the great stock footage stampede? It was horrifying. It was awful. <laughs> oh. They really shouldn't keep stock footage in caged cages. I, I say kill them all. <laughs> kill all stock footage. Kill them all. Kill them all. There's probably some people who would agree with that statement. Too, kill all too, stock too many people. Too many people have died at the hands of stock footage. Mm. Um. So, this this is like pure filler. This whole that whole scene. <clears throat> yes. Did oh, they have to make an hour, hour and thirty minute long movie? Was half this like of a this movie, 
half of this movie is pure filler. Something we didn't uh, haven't mentioned is how long dialogue takes to happen. Mm. There are so many significant looks and reaction shots that happen where they really don't need to. So after after this rhino, they then arrive at Chirpa's Breasts, which is a name for some mountains, I guess. Uh, uh, Sh- uh, Sheba's breast, Sheba's? Queen Sheba, sure. Sheba, Sheba's breast, which is a thing from the book. Unfortunately, they do you know, like... just see some mountains, though. Like, I'm not really sure they're significant or why they even be called they're, that. They're it's just, just some they're mountains. just twi- they're they're because they're twin peaks. Yeah, but there's more That's... than two peaks on on the mountain they look at. I so... I know, but these particular twin peaks are Sheba's breast, and which like I didn't know anything about the book while I was watching this. So like I I, I saw that and I just like cracked up. I was like, oh come on, that's so, like oh, that's so juvenile. Great being Sheba's and then I, and... we found them. We found we've <laughs> and then I looked at the book. And I was like, oh, that's that's it's in the book. Thing. Okay, whatever. It might be a real thing too. Who can say? Probably not. no. It's the, no because Queen Sheba is like related to Solomon. There's no there's no Sheba's breasts in South Africa, hmm. probably and or anywhere for that matter. All right, so then camp for the night. Um, Anna proceeds to scold Alan for not caring for his son, for some reason. She's trying to get yeah, rise him, I guess, like get a rise out of him. Ruse. They're they're doing character development, sort of, and failing. Well, it's very stupid because like Alan gets all aggressive, and then they get really close up to each other once again. Like they're just gonna bad kiss. Oh no, chemistry! And then they get interrupted. Literally no yeah. chemistry. Nothing. They argue and they immediately proceed to try and kiss each other. There's nothing there. Nothing. <laughs> so after yeah, they're immediately attacked by I guess the natives of the land there. I'm le- Zulus. Let's just call it for what it sure. is, basically. Um, Alan knows the ancient language for, or some shit, though, so he's able to convince them to capture them instead of kill it's them. Not, it's not. It's not. It's not ancient language. It's I, just. Look, the, I don't it's care. The indigenous language. It's clearly it's supposed to be like an mystical anci- in some sense. I guess I don't know. Oh, right, right, right. No, it's 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 bullshit. But like an ancient language implies a dead language. It's just an indigenous language. It mm. just means a, like few people speak it, but it's just an indigenous language. So they're then captured. Um, so <laughs> yeah. how do we want to? How do we want? How do we want to oh, talk about the, the next twenty minutes of this film? Thirty minutes of this uh, film. The well, rest firstly, of this film. some of the most awkwardly shot film I've ever and seen. Actors, I think. Be- because they um, arrive at the, the village pe- is basically what's happening. The they arrive at the playing, village, and the people you know, playing. The Zulus are obviously just like extras, but they're like really, really awkward actors. They mm. like because they like they're they keep they keep um holding like the like their their prisoners by like the the their arms and kind of like dragging them through like the village and they do this and this is pure filler and they keep sort of like awkwardly glancing up at like their white captors and like and then towards the camera there's a lot of there's a lot of shots where they're like accidentally looking at the camera and they're like and then like when they get to the village there's a bunch of like bare-breasted women who are like dancing in a circle in like the 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 middle of the village very bad they have a scene where each every single person has a scene where they walk through the dancers they all sort of dance and sing at them every single person has a scene where they look at their face and are horrified and it cuts the next person their face is horrified this happens four times they're dragged through 
one by one, and all of the white people have the most expressionless um, look, except for Lady look, Anna. Yeah. She she she's she's trying to look kind of frightening, frightened. Even her though is like pretty dead eyed. Like she's got nothing going on. And all of the people playing like Zulus, they're like like the 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 guys with the spears who captured them are just sort of like kind of awkwardly glancing and trying to look serious. Yeah. But just <laughs> they're looking they all, really. They all look a little bit confused themselves. Yeah. They all look very confused. They all look very uncomfortable. The only people who look kind of like okay are the are the the, the, the bare breasted yeah. dancers, um, who are kind of like smiling and laughing and going like like you know like doing these like kind of like uh, calls and like you know like they're singing. Um, and but the funny thing is like this is all being presented as if it's like oh my god they're being taken to this weird village who knows what these people will do to them and nothing about it seems particularly intimidating it's, yeah it's it, just no. all it's all just very awkward <laughs> it's all just awkward and uncomfortable and i mean the only part of it that doesn't feel uncomfortable is like the bare-breasted like women like you know singing you know, it, was, look, it feels too genuine for an asylum film that whole it feels those, those people it feels like they just, actually got some like some actual group who does them or something. I I would I would believe that this is some kind of like cultural museum yeah. where they do little like de- dance demonstrations. And then they hired them or something like to do it. Yeah. For the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's like they just do it and they're like they're like smiling and they're like kind of like 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 kind of going around in the circle and they're kind of like kind of like playfully like kind of like mocking like them and whatnot and they're like laughing, smiling and doing the like like you know singing and it's like nothing about it feels threatening it just seems kind of goofy it actually but, seems kind of celebratory yeah. it's, so but it's, then the king appears it, and the, the tone all changes he's got he's got a big like fur crown it yes. looks so, like <laughs> stupid um so the, the king is angry that the like the person the zoo who captured them like pretty much capture them in the first place. He's mad by this. He's like, "I'm you're gonna be killed pretty much by bringing them into land in the first place." So then he takes out this uh, a claw, a magic claw. So, I don't. He brings out the the deaf the deaf claw. Yes. He, he brings out the deaf claw. Um. Good God. Yeah. So this is where this is where it's like, hey, I think this movie might be racist. A little bit. It feels a little bit racist, huh? So he, he takes out this magic claw and it proceeds this to... magic CGI death claw that has like a face and like where the palm would be and it's got big like Is this the it... alien? It's got yeah, it's got like big like 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 sharp like uh claws coming out of it that come like way out like a raptor's claws and are like really like yeah, thin and spiky. And the way it rooks is you put it on your hand, you hold it towards a person, and then the CGI activates, it like opens up and it immediately clamps down on the person's head and, and they turn then, into like, a crystal skull. S- it squishes it and then rips the head off the body. No, more and, than that, it turns and, the turns the skull into crystal too. Do you notice it, this? I one? don't think. Do you notice this no. actually? Okay, the skull turns. It hardens in, it, but I don't think it's crystal. It turns into clear. it turns into a crystal skull, like how the crystal skull looks. It turns into that. We see this no, twice in the film, and it does this twice. It it just it just looks like a like a like a, a look a, again, a mesh. It looks like a mesh of like hardened plastic. It it's look supposed like to be like the crystal all. skull, though. I'm pretty sure that's what they're going it, for. 
but it, but there's no crystal. It, uh, anyway, it's it's some whimsical bullshit that doesn't fit this film at all. It's not. It's it's so fucking weird and so fucking out of place. <laughs> it's super um, weird. It's it's the only kind of like yeah thing that can be sort of like is like a skull. But basically, like it just mashes around. And it's just sort of like squishing it, and it just becomes this sort of like hardened plastic thing. Because the prop is just this big sort of like tannish like plastic prop in the middle of the claw. It it's it's very it. I feel like I'm going insane describing this. Like I'm we, pretty sure it turn, I'm pretty sure they're going movie. for is it turning it's turning the skull into a crystal skull. But there's no crystal. It's not transparent. There's it nothing. is transparent. It doesn't even look like a skull. It it's just less looks like a big... in this scene. But if you look at the scene, um, I guess spoilers where the villain gets it too. The villain gets the too, and you when he, he he dies too by the hand thing, and it, it turns into crystal in that scene. The death claw is only introduced so you could bring it back for the villain at the end of the movie. But like it's but these villagers have it. Ha- I, and I and it's uh. it this big the CGI death claw. Because the the when it moves, that CGI doing that. Mm. So this the this guy is killed, and then suddenly this scenery eater villager. the scenery eater appears. Oh yeah, and it turns out the the he's made a deal with this village, and he speaks the the, the native language, and he's yeah he's he he's got affiliations with tribes around the country. Well, I guess he doesn't, but. <laughs> Oh, no, he does. We've seen this. Is the here. only tribe in South Africa, he states. Does he? Oh yeah. So in this negotiation, he he apply, he tells them that the only reason, like his deal with them, is that he's disbanded every single tribe in South Africa except this one. And that's the deal. Oh, you're right. He does say that. Okay, which doesn't make any sense. Okay, <laughs> no, whatever. doesn't really. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're moving on. We're moving on. Um, he's working with them, and then he's like. Mm, yes, I I will cap. I will I I want Anna, and I want you to kill the rest of them. I want Anna and uh, kill the rest of them. He like waves his hand back to doing it too. It's all very, you know, it's all very dramatic. So they they force everybody else into a tent. Anna gets sent into the king's hut. Yeah, and inside the tent they run into Neville. Oh yeah, Neville's remember there. Neville? That be- random that guy we mentioned. That guy an hour that they ago? mentioned that they're they're looking for. Yeah, it's how he's being held captive by the Zulus. Um, he's he's there. Uh, the king yeah. then wants to buy Anna, and make him uh make her his bride. Oh, and they've 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 um they they, they they um they did um uh, Princess Leia slave outfit with Anna yes. here basically. Um. And um, this is one horny king. This is like after the scene, I just start calling him the horny king because he wants to. He wants to buy Anna and and um, uh, yellow teeth guy. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll ten cows for her, and he's like, nah, nah, I don't know. Nah. How about fifteen nah. cows? He's like, well, twenty-four cow, twenty-four cows, like nah. forty cows, yeah. forty yeah, yeah, yeah. cows, and then oh. and then oh. fi- like. Mm. Whoa. Mm, he nah. does not speak at all during this whole thing. He's he's yeah. And then um and then finally the uh yellow chief guy says, um, um, I want the land. All of the land. And the king just agrees to this. He's like, Okay. Um, and he but signs it doesn't really the contract. Matter because he then proceeds to take out a gun and shoot him anyway. Why? <laughs> I don't fucking know. 
This makes me so in this drove me insane. He 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 got the king to sign the contract um that um that gives him all of the land and he it, he for just for the girl? I guess. I guess he wants. I guess he wants Anna. While this is happening to, um, while um, Boba was, was also was captured. Se- was sex just not invented? I guess it was in I don't in nineteen forties times. <laughs> like, why are they all so horny? Why are they all why so they all fucking so horny, horny on for Maine? this girl? Why are they all so fucking horny for this girl? The king just gave up all of their fucking land for the the horny king gave up his land for the for the girl. And and the guy made that deal, came out of it with all the land, and still shot the king so he could keep the girl. Well yeah, the problem is because Scenery Eater is horny on Maine. You know. Uh, yeah. they're all horny. Um Um So but while this is happening, oh, something... um Boba uh is then revealed by like I don't know. One of the villagers. One of the villagers the, that she's the, the real queen of the land. She's the rightful and queen. She, she and should take over. And I guess she's a ta- she's the rightful queen, which I saw coming because like as soon as we saw this village, I was like, oh right, so yeah. that was the purpose of the of the scene of like, where are you from? Uh, I'm from lots of places. Like I don't want to talk about it. Uh, it's like, oh, this must be her village. Um, and sure enough, mm-hmm. um, and um, and so it turns out not only is it her village, she's the rightful queen of the village, which sort of begs the question: Why did she go off and be a white guy's servant? Who can say if she? <laughs> Um, do you want to yell who, out who what a uh, scenery eater says after he shoots the king and runs out the, uh, <laughs> the tent? Um, uh, 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 this is mine? No, or I think something like I that just, was... he screams, I am the king. I am the king! That's <laughs> right. It's, and I then, am the and king. then you see, then he uses his ultimate power of walking away to then, he just needs to walk away from the scene and he's gone. Um, and he, just, he literally walks um, away after doing this. This is a minor detail, but this is going to be important later. Is that when she was put into Princess Leia's slave outfit, there was a metal band right, yeah, yeah. that he was a, put around crown, her forehead. She's like the queen. She has the well. It's not a crown. It's it's like I mean, gay kind of a crown, but it's but it's um it, it's it's I think it's meant to be more like a like a like a chain link kind of thing. But it's around her. It's over her forehead. It's around her her head. Um, this will become important later. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so, so yeah, he, so he, runs he, off. he walks away, <laughs> and he walks they, none away. of none of the like the warriors or anyone of the tribe stop him. He just walks, even away. though he just killed the king, and he has no, he doesn't really have any defenses beside this gun. But he's holding an air woman though. He's holding Anna though, right? So it's not yes. like he's he, the 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 villagers don't care about Anna. No. So. <laughs> Who cares? Maybe, but I mean, I mean, maybe they're also like, eh, the horny king is finally dead. So I guess. anyway, he eh. walks away. Yeah, that's not he all leaves. That bad. He leaves the set. He's able to walk away. I mean, I can see why Maboba is the rightful queen because the king is is was ho- the horny king obviously sucked. So, mm-hmm. so all right. So then Maboba's like, all right, you guys, you gotta go get, you gotta go save Anna and find the treasure. So I'm gonna stay here. Good luck, guys. So then we cut to Scenery Eater. He's wandering the mines of Anna for some reason. I don't even understand what his plan is at this point. Oh yeah, so he's yeah he's made it. He's just he's holding Anna by like I guess her wrist, and just he's just sort of walking into the cave. 
not resisting whatsoever, just being dragged along. Uh, we then, so this is the temple of the skulls, and we know this because there's five uh, skulls in a little pile there, in the corner. There was a dirt. static. There's a static shot of five CGI skulls <laughs> just piled dirt. into a corner, and that makes it the temple <laughs> That's of skulls. That's the temple of the five skulls. Even though it's not a temple, it's not a temple. No, a it's a mine. If you would, it's a mine. Sorry, it's a mine. You're right. It's a mine. Uh, wow, um, look at all of that gold. Wow. Um, wow. There's also some like Assyrian carvings on the cliffs, which kind of begs the question: How has no one found this? Because how did no one find this? Giant, it's a very big castle. Giant fucking Assyrian sculptures carved into the faces of the cliffs. Uh, they walk in. You think this, be, this um, would be an archaeological milestone of discovery, having found? Yeah, this, this would be huge. This would be fucking huge. Like, like, how has no one found this? It's because it's quote unquote dangerous lands, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so, so everyone, they all make it to the the mines, and there's a bunch of just sort of like fucking gold just sitting in a big pile for some reason. And Alan walks in. Uh, scenery eaters there's like no, there's no booby you can't stop me. I have Anna. I'm claiming the treasure for the national party. What's of his South plan? Africa. He's just gonna stuff coins in his pockets and then walk away. What's his plan? What's his plan? Also, this, what is his plan? <laughs> He has no plan. He, he what he, his claim is that he's gonna claim he's he, he's he's claiming the treasure for the National Party of South Africa. Now I have some things to say about this. Uh-huh. One, they're obviously using that the National Party to suggest Nazis. Well, yeah, that's what he references early, I guess. But 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 like that's like the National Party of South Africa. Because it's a ripoff of Indiana Jones. Yeah. The National Party of South Africa is the stand-in for Nazis. Except we don't see... Except where in Indiana Jones you see Nazis. We don't see anyone from the National Party. It's just this one guy who just has, like, vague affiliations with the tribes. Um, and, And he's just like, Aha, I've claimed this for the National Party. Now... Here's the problem with using the National Party of South Africa yeah. as a stand-in for Nazis mm-hmm. is no one knows what the fuck that is. I guess. I, I mean... Okay, no, no one outside South Africa would probably know what that is. I, I had to look it up and sort of from I, I took a con like from the context cues, I was sort of like, okay, the National Party of South Africa. I'm guessing they were like the party of apartheid. And I looked it up and it was like, yes, they were the party of apartheid. I was like, okay. But that was a guess on my part, an educated guess, but a guess. There's nothing about apartheid. There's nothing about like, you know, racial relations in this uh, movie. Um, you know, um, it, there, there's a lot of racism, but there's not really any like <laughs> politics in this movie. Um, so they just took the, the, that name national party and just made it the, the, the stand in for Nazis. You see a Nazi in a film, you automatically know what they're about. Right. You see a Nazi, you see, you see that guy with the red armband with a swastika, you automatically know what that guy is because and everyone like fucking knows what the Nazis are. couldn't have been a are. Nazi either. Uh, no, because South Africa was a British was a British colony, so uh, it could have been some the... evil villain though who's working in the shadows. Who, who even? I mean, like whatever. But like, yeah, like South Africa was part of the British Commonwealth, so they wouldn't have even been on the side of the Nazis. So like, but like, so like this is this this is what I got to thinking about afterwards. Is you can't like you can't just plug in the like. The, 
the nice thing about Nazis with with Indiana Jones is Nazis are history's greatest bad guys, and everyone can see a Nazi on the screen and automatically know what that guy is about, what that guy wants. And so in Indiana Jones, it's sort of like okay, they want real domination, and they're trying to find these these mystical artifacts to secure real domination, and it's sort of playful because it's it's. It's kind of ancient history, not ancient history, but it's like it's it's long ago history. It's long enough ago by the point that Indiana Jones has come up. And there's sort of a, a joy in it because you can be like, you can actually fit that into the real world history and be like, oh yeah, the Nazis were looking for these mystical artifacts and Indiana Jones stopped them from it. And then like 10 years later, within 10 years, the Nazis are gone because, hmm. you know, because of World War II. Um, you can't really have that level of joy or like, you know, kind of that's that, that, um, that suspension of disbelief with these guy, this guy, because, um, the, the national party of South Africa remained in power until apartheid ended in the 1990s. So like, there isn't really like, it's not fun. Uh, well, basically any and there's no not. like and and why what does the national party need with fucking gold who can say well anyway so, so who, he's like who gives a so fuck? alan is like yes yeah, so alan is like alan's like just give us anna and you can have the gold and he's like no i will not do that i will instead shoot anna instead and he proceeds to shoot anna why why what was his plan kill- what was his plan did he have a plan he, he just, killed the king he, for Anna. He now he's gonna, gonna kill Anna. Why did just he to, bring just, her to prove here? A, just to prove a point? Is that it? Is he just just that? I guess. He, again, he's just gonna oh. stuff gold in his pockets and sort of walk away. Again. And, yeah, he's gonna tell the national party, and the national party will like be who, who, which already controls South Africa, will just also have a bunch of gold. And South Africa is already like the world's leading exporter of gold. So who <laughs> gives a shit? Um. So then they proceed to have, like, a stupid fist fight or whatever. But then Alan, I guess, I don't understand where he gets the skull grabber from. Did he bring it with him he, or the, did he, was oh, this on the, the ground? No, there's just another death claw just lying there on the ground. So, yeah, he grabs the, the skull grabber and then he, like, he, he then proceeds to kill the villain with it and then he, he yeah, dies. He, and the skull turns oh. into, like, a weird crystal skull thingy. They they both have guns and they still get into a fist fight. Like he shoots Anna and then Alan just like walks up and then they just like hold their fists in front of themselves and then it's so limp. Oh my god, it made me so mad. Well, but oh no, Lady Anna's still dead. So like, oh no, she's dead. So let's all sort of cry in front of her body. It's so sad that and she died. And for some died. reason, she's, oh, she's no. wearing. Oh, and, no. And then, oh. and, and then like, no. and for some reason, she's wearing a a leopard print thing above her forehead, like like a sweatband. Uh, she's been she's been wearing that the whole time. She's been kept. She's been in the caves. But then, yeah, her eyes open up, and then, oh, it turns out she still has that that crown. That why did uh, why thing. did why did uh the screen eater shoot in that spot exactly? Why did he shoot there, and not literally anywhere yeah, else the on the who... head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He somehow managed to shoot the metal crown and not anywhere else. On literally, he could have shot literally anywhere else. But he proceeded to shoot that spot with the metal oh. that you knew was there. And the... And then for some reason the cave starts to collapse. For some reason it collapses. I don't know why. It mm. just collapses. 
So, uh, so, so cool. Um, um, and I guess the real treasure was that money uh, Alan made along the way. No, no, the the real treasure was was friendship. No, it was actually the money that Alan made to get his son into school. <laughs> that was uh, the right, real treasure. Yes. Which I guess they're still gonna pay him, even though they didn't get any of the treasure. Like, well, I guess they were they always were gonna pay him, even though there was no treasure. The real treasure was the friends we made along the way, and that money <laughs> I made. The, um, but they didn't make. They didn't make any money. The, the money Alan made. The it. money Alan. The money that Alan made. made from from his from, from the people he 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 journeyed along with. Also, by the way, I always had the stupid trope of like the money is covered by by rock. We can't get to it ever again. Hey, do you guys know what a mine is? <laughs> Look, there's a it's it's a gold mine. It's literally Fucking a gold dig mine. It it's up just that, again, it's assholes. Just, it's just that the gold is in, is already in the form of coins. You, this is so great cuz like, now you know there is gold in a location. No one gets that. No one ever gets to go it, to a mine and know there's money there. So and, just and, fucking and make it, a mine and just do it. And this is a wealthy British family. They have the resources to pull that off. They, they can just tell people like, oh, yeah, look, we have a good authority. There is gold here. Uh, just raise a little bit of capital. Uh, give us some vehicles and some equipment, and we'll go right on back. It might be a little bit difficult. Then again, I guess because it's like, it, I mean, it's it, a, it's it would a corrupt, be no more difficult than actual It is a corrupt country, mining. so they'll probably be able to get the mining rights easily enough, I'm sure. I like, think the storyline. fine. Yeah. It would be a little bit difficult because it is like an ancient archaeological site or whatever, but it's not like they give a shit about that. I, this is before, like, you know, like standards of archaeology are like being widely implemented. So they'd be fine. And they don't tell anyone it's an archaeological site. They just tell people, like, uh, gold mine. Mm-hmm. It's out there. It's out there in Zulu territory. Don't trust us. <laughs> There's so many films that does this. Um, doesn't National Treasure do the same thing? What? About. Don't they find the treasure, the treasure. but then like it, the, the tunnel collapses or something stupid like that? No, 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 no. They did, find the did treasure. Did they get the money, and then national he... treasure? Yes, they get the money, okay. national treasure. He. I they, feel like that's such a fucking the... annoying trope in these treasure hunting films where they get no, find the no, big no. treasure, no, but then the treasure. tunnel collapses and they don't get any of no, it. No, no, no. No, National Treasure did this right. National Treasure, like they find the treasure, they walk out, uh, and then like he he um, uh, Nicholas Cage, uh, he like just gives them back the Declaration of Independence, and he's just like, and they're like, you just gave us like your one piece of leverage, and he's like, yeah, but look what I found, and they're like, okay, fair enough, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're okay. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. They, uh, they, they, they get the money and they, and they, and they do, and they distribute the treasure properly in terms of like it goes to like libraries and museums sure. and, and educational institutions. Um, you know, no, National Treasure did it right. Um, I think, I'm, pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm actually thinking of Treasure Planet, the Disney movie. Um, when oh, that, I think there's some the sort of fucking stupid thing with like a black hole or something. That's where they can't have the treasure again. But okay. yeah, I was gonna say like doesn't the planet blow up? Or it something, might blow but up, it's but it's not like blowing right. up actually would erase the gold. You just turn like you know particles. But I think you're right. I think it's a black hole. Um. Anywho, yeah, that's the movie. The real, the real money. Oh wait, no, was no, there, the no, there's, there's one last thing. There's one last scene. Um, they go back to the Zulu village, and M- M- Mboba is the... Yeah, yeah, but who, get, who cares? 
who gives a shit? But but there's a fucking long shot of them all smiling and oh, looking yes, at each other yay. and just standing awkwardly. Yay. Almost what died, I wanted yay. is for Mimboba. What I, what I wanted is for Mimboba to be like, it's like, good to see you, Mr. Quartermain. Now you will clean my toilets. I was your servant for 20 <laughs> years. Time to repay the favor. Oh shit. And the film ends with them just sort of having to, like, you know. It's just fucking work forever. Hey, and that's it. No crazy credits. Yes, the real treasure they made along the way was the mines we we're gonna be building in the next year to make all that money because we know where the gold is. Uh, yes, the, the the real treasure we made is the the exploitation of the Zulu tribes and, and the and the, and the continuation of... of the apartheid state that was in no way affected and by the, the destruction of ancient archaeological sites. That are that deeply too. important. That too. See, so yeah, that's the film, everybody. What a, Asylum what a once again movie. destroys another ancient archaeological site. First, it was uh, Atlantis. By name. First, a, they a, nuked a, Atlantis, a and now they destroyed King Solomon's mines. What next uh, will they destroy? Uh, uh, the Asylum also uh, destroying another uh, classic piece of literature. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wake oh. of destruction and Elvis Asylum's path. Garbage movie. Awful bad film. Very confusing. Um, awful, awful movie. Very bad. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound like him, Trump. Much, but. much bad. Awful. Uh, I don't understand why they did. Was it some sort of screw, like you know, like I don't know, like um. What am I thinking of here? Did someone tell them to make the movie an hour and thirty minutes long? Were like were they required to do that? Do just like shareholder um, deals or whatever? Yes, 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 yes. That is a that's a common thing. Um, you, um, I, I believe, um, ninety minutes. It's what officially classifies as theatrical length. Mm. And you, um, I, I think. I, I, I'm not quite sure the details, but basically, like, in order to secure certain, like, distribution de deals and, like, get, like, movies listed in certain, like, places, it needs to be a certain length in order to be classified as a movie. And so um, that's where theatrical length comes in. So, um, so... So you always push for around 90 minutes in order to get theatrical length. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Sure. So. Um. Huh. <laughs> well, they should fix that because so we don't get bad shit films like this anymore. That waste your time. Oh yeah, and Asylum's not the only one that does this. I mean, there's this is this is a this is a a a, a problem that's plagued many bad filmmakers, where they just try to pack in whatever filler they can, uh, to get to hit that 90 minute mark, or at least get very close. Well, if you have any other archaeological sites you want Asylum to destroy, you can email us at entertheasylumpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, if you uh, have any uh, thoughts on the the National Party of South Africa, that thing that you know we totally we Americans totally know about. <laughs> it's a really weird that... piece of trivia that I'm pretty sure is fake because it sounds fucking stupid, and there's obviously no source because it's IMDb trivia. Um, all costumes were provided by the actors, except for hats. Hat budget was two thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, 
It's really funny if you look at this movie because two thousand dollars was probably about like a quarter of the budget of this movie. Apparently, the budget was fifty thousand. So you know. Okay, that 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 fifty thousand sounds about right for what we what's put on screen. Um, <laughs> they're cheap. They're cheap ass hats. There's no fucking way that's true. Yeah. There's no fucking way those hats cost. <laughs> I don't understand where they. Again, it's IMDb trivia. There's never any sources for these. I don't understand There's... why people write these. I think that's a joke. That must it's be a, a joke. joke. It's very funny though. <laughs> There's like three hats in this entire movie. There's his like his like white brim like ten gallon hat. There's her white brim uh, hat, and like that's it basically. I, I, I doubt the clothing budget. Forget the hat budget. I doubt the clothing budget was two thousand um, oh, dollars. No, that is really that that is that is that is really funny to think about though. Just the thought of that is really funny. Um yeah, no, this is there are so many problems with taking you're 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 taking you're taking this book that's set in South Africa and you're just sort of stamping Indiana Jones tropes on top of it and um it doesn't rook, to say the least. Yeah. Uh this is for probably no one. Um, but I want to bring up the main villain, uh, whose actor is Christopher Adamson. Uh, he played okay. uh, the Mean Machine in Judge Dredd. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if that's literally anyone knows or cares. I I don't, but I just want to bring that up. No, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, I I uh, I mean, yeah, that's that that'd be good because I mean, he is he. Well, that's well. Now we know where he learned his su- scenery chewing mm. chops. He he learned it from Stallone. Yeah, actually, that's, that's a very good point. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. That was movie. That was movie. <laughs> um, I don't think we have much else to say. I'm pretty sure we pretty much. I think we I think we covered this one. Yes. Uh, next next time, whenever we're gonna watch Street Racer. Street Racer. Which I think they're doing... Go Street Racer. I'm doing a... Go Street Racer. Yeah. <laughs> go Street Racer. Go. I wish this was a ripoff of the Speed Racer movie they did. No, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Yeah, this is guarantee you this is Fast and the Furious. Um, At 130 miles per hour, they never... They were nice. never more alive or closer to dead. That's a really bad... That's, that was really awkward. Can you say that again? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Let me zoom up closer. They were never more alive. At 130 alive. miles per hour, you, you're you never more alive or closer to dead. Not deaf, but dead. Dead. They're, you are never more alive or closer to dead. Yeah. Okay. Firstly, it should be dead. It should be death. Apparently, that it's based on true events, according to the tiny corner. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> You're never more alive or closer to dead. Okay, I, I feel like it should be and, not or. Like, you're never more yeah. alive and closer to death. That does death, make, like, sentence jokes. You're never like more sentence. alive and closer to death. It do sound like sentence and not... Uh... Which is still an awkward sentence, but it's still... But I'm already making it better. Mm-hmm. You're never more alive or closer to dead. I'm going to be thinking about that for a long time. <laughs> it's real cryptic, that is, huh? That is that is that is so awkwardly phrased. It's kind of hypnotic. You're never more alive 
or closer to dead. But good news, though, like, I want to bring up. It though. sounds. It sounds. It sounds like a Trumpism almost. It sounds like <laughs> you know, never more. You know. You know. You're never more alive or closer to dead. We're not too far away from another shitty book movie. Uh, after Street Racer, we got Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh God. Ooh. So wait, I wait. Okay. Uh, 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 answer me a question. Can you look up the the cover for this Journey to the Center of the Earth movie? Yeah, of course. I'm already on it. Okay, tell me this: Is there a raptor on that cover? Uh, there's a Velociraptor and a big spider. Yes. I have seen this movie. Cool. I have seen this movie because when I was like 11 or 12, I went to the video store. I saw this this movie. Wait, no, that's too. Could early. have been the actual real what? Journey Center Earth movie that was like a real film, and not the Asylum version. Um, well, the thing is, is that this movie. Okay, whatever I saw is too early because we're in like late 2000s, 2008, right? Yeah. 2008. Okay, that's too early. Shit. Okay. What what I saw, I don't think it had a giant spider, but what I saw, there was a there was a movie I saw early in my teenagers. This is like early two thousands in the video store. Journey to the Center of the Earth was the name of the movie, and it had a Velociraptor on the cover. Mm. And so I was excited. I was like, "Cool!" I watched that movie, and there was not a single fucking Velociraptor in the entire movie. I felt so pissed off. Um, so that means that that was a different rip-off movie that was not by the asylum that was from the same decade but 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 too early to be this one shit i got i was so excited there i was i was about to be like oh my god i've seen this but no i haven't hey did i see pterodactyl or velociraptor by the way and i mentioned the dinosaur i just want to correct myself you said you, you said velociraptor i meant pterodactyl i want to oh, quickly okay. correct myself okay okay, okay. <laughs> Pterodactyl, okay. not Velociraptor. It's a pterodactyl and a giant spider yes. on the asylum cover. Okay, okay. The one, the one I saw is a Velociraptor on the cover. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh yeah. That, that, I guess that'd be the podcast. Sounds good. Uh, my quote from the film is: "The more you stress, the worse it gets." <laughs> my quote will be: "I am the king." That's very good. All right, cool. <laughs> Don't die, please. <laughs> You're choking on the scenery right now. I'm yeah, I'm not just chewing it, I'm choking on it. Alright, thanks for everyone for listening. Bye. Bye. My girl is the queen of ten villages. We live on the fruits. Of her pillages She eats other queens She's very religious She doesn't use a fork I don't think I'll go back to New York